always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you, your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Tuesday. Uh, May 7th, uh, 2019. And just late breaking news, there's been a shooting at a school in Highlands Ranch, uh, Colorado, where I used to live uh, many years ago in Highland Ranch. Uh, we are not hearing any other news, but they have two of suspects of three, supposedly three shooters. And if we hear any other news uh, during the hour, we will uh, let you know. Preliminary reports. You know what? I better not say preliminary reports. Let it play out, and uh, if we have uh, confirmed news, uh, we will tell you. You know, we started saying go home, you'll hug your children the day of the Columbine incident. That's a long time ago. Protect your kids. That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. And we segue. If you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kolbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. No, really. Just be nice. Uh, read our commentary articles. We post charts of the day, news of the day. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes. And our email service, one month free. Convictionleaders.com. Just press the button. And again, this is a show about you and everything that affects you. Markets, the economy, Trump, tariffs. All that crap. Uh, we'll do a ton of it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, did not know if I wanted to start the show with something or end it with something. Uh, I'm going to start it with something. I'm below the radar. I don't host the big show on Fox. I don't have three million people watching me. Uh, every day, but when I go on Cavuto and stuff on Fox News, a good million and a half, two million people watch. Uh, the radio show, decent sized for the for the show. Uh, I'm on Fox Business just about every day, and we get a couple of hundred thousand people watch. And uh, you always have to be careful, and you never know what's out there. And I know people uh, in the industry that have four bodyguards. I don't. Never had to, never have to. I'm under the radar. Uh, But we get things every now and then. And uh, we've got to act on them. Sometimes and investigate them. Most of the time it's nothing. And most of the time it's something we don't even really check on. But we have, you know, the usual couple of people out there that uh, tempt fate, as they say, uh, by sending stuff that uh, consider to be threats and uh, same people for many years Uh, we don't take them as anything but whatever they are we're just letting you know that a couple of you there's only a couple we're just letting you know you know how these days DNA can open up cold cases from 50 years ago 
I'm reading every day. I read today that because of a DNA matching, they were able to find the murderer of somebody 40 years ago. The murderer died 20 years ago, but that's DNA for you. Well, in case you don't know, it's also very hard these days to hide who you are when you send certain emails. Just letting you know. It's not that hard anymore to trace and track. Just letting you know. Because I don't care about me, but I care about my family. And I wasn't sure if I really wanted to even bring this up. But since I know whoever's out there is still listening, because he obviously loves the show, just letting you know that just like DNA, emails are much easier these days. So you better hide good. Just letting you know, because you're getting a little bit over the top. Just letting you know. Hope you have a great day. Drive carefully. And have a good life. We'll see if it continues. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry that we had to do that, but you know... Uh, We're all human. You know that. And every now and then, we get pissed off. Just pissed off. And I can read to you what is sent, but it's so over-the-top disgusting. You can use your imagination. Okay, so uh, let's see. Today is Tuesday, and Sunday night, I believe, Trump sent out a tweet that all of a sudden the great, fabulous, wonderful trade deal was no longer great, fabulous, and wonderful. In fact, China had pulled back, changed their stance, went away from what they were agreeing to. So Trump put out a threat that by Friday, oh, we're just going to up the ante and... 25% tariffs on the ones that are 10%. We're going to add a couple of hundred billion that we're going to tariff at 25%. And yesterday we came in, market was down four or 500, finished down nominally. Well, didn't work so well today, but I will say the final numbers, well, we'll get into it in a little bit. Let, Let me just state this. We love the tax cuts. We love the regulatory cuts. We hate the additional quarter trillion bucks in government spent every year, putting us to trillion dollar deficits, and we hate tariffs. Now, we keep hearing from Trumpsters, well, he knows what he's doing, and it's a tactic to get China to move. Well, it's kind of like 18 months of tariffs. 18 months of tariffs. And now, after all that time, it looks like Maybe the tactic ain't working. So instead of, all right, let's think about this. No, let's double up and triple up. All right. He's the president, and what we'll see is the outcome. The good news is China, who is threatening not to show up in the States, is on its way. Up next, full market wrap, news of the day, and much more. 
Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's end. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So just a couple of things here. I won't bore you too much longer on tariffs. Um, the president does have it all wrong. Countries do not pay other countries' tariffs. The consumer pays the tariff. And I keep, I'm amazed every time he sends out that same tweet, which is just totally economically incorrect. And it's, in, I mean, literally, it's in the textbook, and he keeps sending it out. And I'm thinking to myself, doesn't the president have some advisors that look, him, look to him and say, dude, that's not right? But I don't know what the hell goes on behind closed doors at the uh, White House, and uh, we deal with it. Anyway. In the past four months, the market had gone up the equivalent of two to three years on average. So no matter what the news is, it would be normal to pull back markets. And sometimes you just need a catalyst, and we may have just got one. Now, I have no idea whether the end of the world's at hand, whether it stops today, or whether it goes on for a while longer, whether it turns into something much more. Let's just say today was a pretty good distribution day in the marketplace. And may I also state, notwithstanding the last 15 minutes, which I'll explain in a second, rough day. Just about all the way around. Now, I've already gotten an email from one person. What happened in the last 15 minutes? Well, I'll explain in a second what did happen. My answer is I don't know. So the market wrap would be brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. With his proprietary indicators, go check it out. Investment-models.com. The Dow was down 473. Everything in the Dow was down. The worst stuff was Boeing at 14. Then you got Apple in the fives. United Tech, almost five. Home Depot, almost five. How about the threes? Caterpillar, 3M. The twos, United Health, Visa. Microsoft, Johnson & Johnson, IBM, The Ones, American Express, Cisco, DuPont, Disney, J.P. Morgan, Merck, Nike, Travelers, Walmart, yuck, S&P down 48, NASDAQ 160, NASDAQ 100, 154, Sox down 37, Transports 231, Advanced Declines not good, Up Down Volume not good. But, and again, I, I don't know what does this, and, and I really don't care. Uh, with 15 minutes left to go, approximately, that was down 650. Rallied up over 170 some odd points in 15 minutes. No, really. The NASDAQ in 15 minutes rallied up 63 points in 15 minutes. The S&P 500 rallied 22 points. It's a big day in 15 minutes. How, how does that happen, Gary? I, I don't know. Just remember, you know how people complain about the button pushers and the programs and something called algorithms? Oh, the algorithms made the market go down. No, they make the market go up too. So leave no doubt, 15 minutes ago, there was a program. That was not Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob. This the program. And pushed it. And futures are up a little bit in the aftermarket. We'll see if we get any follow-through from today. But it was a pretty gross day. Anyway, you cut it. I think mostly what happened today, the S&P 500 at around 345 got near 
the 50-day moving average where typically the first time down, you're going to bounce, and they just happen to bounce it. Now, what's interesting is the Dow is below the 50-day now. Keep in mind, though, it's only 30 names, and keep in mind, you get a couple of – 3M is $180 stock, and Boeing is a 350 very high-priced stock, and they've been getting hit hard. And remember, we've been telling you on Boeing, it just feels like it should be worse for them than what we've seen based on what I'm reading. There is now talk of criminal negligence on Boeing. 300-some-odd people died. They were reading – there was a big expose yesterday that Boeing had information that there were problems – and did nothing. And after the first crash, really still did nothing. I'm just reporting the news. It's not even my opinion. I'm telling you what's being written up. So we'll see what, what the outcome is. Now, Boeing at the close today, very important stock, broke below the 200-day moving average and finished below the lows of mid-March and mid-April. Important areas of support. So that is of note. And as I mentioned, 3M, well, that's been the cliff dive since earnings, which gapped down. So something to watch very, very closely. And just the rest of the day, just putrid, notwithstanding the last 15 minutes. And again, I'm going to scan and see. So the first question is, so what if they get a China deal this week? I guess we rally. Are we going to rally all the way back up? My guess is no. Do you think there's more than meets the eye? Yeah, I'm going to guess that. Do you think it has to do with the fact we've been up so strong uh, the first four months? Yeah, I do. Though we were down really big in the fourth quarter. What about all the talk of recessions and depressions and bad earnings and bad sales? Well, I will tell you, earnings are not strong. Sales are not strong. That needs to get better. But as I've told you here for umpteenth time, I never saw a recession coming here. I worry about Europe and Asia. So we'll be watching closely. But I have, again, I have not scanned yet today. It's icky. And I keep this list of names that held moving averages of the last few days. A bunch of them broke below today. The good news is nice close at the end of the day. And that's all I'll give it today. Now what we start doing, what's holding up best? Up next, more on this, more on that, more on the other thing. And whatever else, I'm Gary. This is the one only invest today. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Colbaum. So highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, just a few little tidbits today. Lyft, L-Y-F-T, reported their numbers after the close. A, a, a massive loss. A massive loss. Um, a massive loss. Stock's up two bucks in the aftermarket after being down two bucks. $72 IPO opened at 88. Closed today at 59 and change. I got it 61 and change in the aftermarket. Okay? Again, as, I, as I'm looking at the numbers, I'm like, what? Huh? Are these for real? Adjusted loss of $9 a share. But revenues rose 95%. Uh, Active riders increased 46% year over year. Uh, the upside guidance for next quarter, the estimates were $782 million. They're going to do 800 to 810 They don't give the numbers uh, on, on losses. Oh, yeah, they see an adjusted loss for the year between about $1.2 billion. Nice. Nice. By the way, I read an article today that Uber loses $0.58 cents on every trip. 
How's that? Uh, the reason why Lyft is lifting in the aftermarket, they now say 2019 will be a peak, P-E-A-K, loss year, then will steadily move towards profitability. Gee, how fantastico. Like, that's a prize being profitable. No, that should be the norm, doofuses. Uh, Beyond Meat was up 10 at one point today, finished up 4, B-Y-N-D. Uh, at one time today, had a $5 billion market cap. Closed with only a $4.6 billion market cap with less than $90 million in sales. And $29.42, they lost $0.52 cents a share. Let's call it uh, on $88 million in sales, they lost $29 million. But they got a $4.6 billion market cap. Uh, and by the way, with tremendous competition out there. We're not telling you what to do. Froth is froth. It could be 200 bucks in three weeks. We're just letting you know the numbers. That ultimately went out. We thought we'd mention that because we got a bunch of emails on Beyond Meat. And we will try it. We have yet to try it. We will try the Beyond Meat. Maybe. All right, we'll try it. We had some people email me and they said it tasted pretty decent. Decent compared to what? Should I try the Alpo that my dogs eat first? All right. Let's not be mean. They're doing the best they can, right? Uber, as I said, comes out, I believe, Thursday after the close or during the day. Remember what I told you? I have friends who got $50 stock in the last, I guess they call it tranche, before the IPO, thinking they were going to have a big windfall, we're being told that the IPO is going to be between 46 and 52 because they had to lower the uh, price because of how bad Lyft has been received. We'll see how that plays out. Again, two gargantuan money-losing companies. We're getting a bunch of that now. And typically, when the bar gets lowered in such a way, not the greatest of signs. But the most important sign for us will be the actual activity, price, and volume of the market, the sectors, the stocks, foreign markets, commodities, and all of that behavior first. The rest will be noise. But today was an icky day. And I want you to recall something very important. We on many occasions gave you the lesson of the market. That if the market was only 100 stocks and 100 of them were going up in an uptrend, well, you're in a good uptrend. But then you lose five, five names top out and start heading down, not just top out, but head down. Well, it's still 95.5. You're in good shape. Just five less helping the market. And then it goes 90-10. Still a damn good number. But 10 less helping the market and working against the 90. And then it goes 80-20. Mm-hmm. Okay. 80 still a damn good number. But now 20 of them are working against the 80. So it gets a little bit tougher, but still, 80-20 is damn good. Then 70-30. Mm. And then 60-40. Uh-oh. 
And then 50-50, oh, and all, you know, already the indices are getting a little bit of trouble. The headwinds are there. The 50 are fighting the other 50. And then 40-60, 30-70. Remember, throughout 2018, that's what was going on, leading to the end of 2018, that nauseating drop. And then the low was in on the 180 by Powell and the rest of the central banks, and we rallied up. We're just letting you know. It may be meaningless. That little bit of a process of deterioration been going on now for a few days. Started a couple weeks ago with all the healthcare names. They rallied up some, acting better, because you know we told you the news part of that. But just letting you know, as we did our scans midday today, thought the market started to lose a bunch of names today. Want to see how they closed? But I'll just give you an example of one that looks like it's going by. It was never a leader, but at least off the lows, it was still building stair steps. Go look at Micron MU and see what it did today at the close. Looks like it's rolling over. It's only one name. It's not the end of the world. But don't want to see too many more names, like a Salesforce.com CRM. Go look what that did today. Now, mind you, every time it's done that in the last 10 weeks, Held, turned back up, but never really got going. And you have a relative strength non-confirmation versus means it got to the old high, but relative strength and confirmment, which means that the market was bringing it up and now it looks like it's rolling over and volume patterns have been negative. Maybe another name. Or Palo Alto Networks, P-A-N-W, that breaks the 50-day today. On the first real weekday, I'm not saying that's going to be a top. You never know. But potentially another name. And how about uh, Cisco Systems? It's broken the 50-day moving average on some good volume here. Keep in mind, they do report in the next week. Possibly another name. You get the exercise I'm doing with you here? Don't want to see too much deterioration. And don't want to see a lot of days where you have 7 up, 28 down on the New York, and 7 up, uh, 24 down on the NASDAQ. And that's what you saw today. Hoping for better days ahead. Up next, what ifs. We'll have the what ifs up next on Kiss the Investor Day. You're listening to. What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge. With Gary Kulpbach. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. Thank you for being with us today. Hope you are having a good day. Uh, As we told you yesterday, um, Joe Biden is leading uh, Bernie Sanders by, I think, 32 points in the Democratic primary. We'll see how that plays out. Some are saying the only reason that's happened is because Biden just got in and name recognition. We'll see if that lasts. Just remember, Bernie Sanders said we should have the Boston bomber who just murdered people terror attack, he should be able to vote. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Just a question. Other uh, Democratic hopefuls were out today. Kamala Harris says global warming poses an existential threat to who we are as a species. Really? I I look at this whole climate change, global warming, used to be global cooling one way. The gall of these people to think We as humans can stop hurricanes and tornadoes and monsoons. 
the goal is to think we can get the weather changed. That in the winter we can make it hotter and in the summer we can make it cooler. The goal of these people. Oh, that's right, they're just con artists. Oh, that's right, it's just a money grab. Remember, they would not be doing this if it wasn't for the final outcome of this. The big gigantic tax hike. The big gigantic money grab. And all you got to do is ask yourself, all right, the money grab. The money grab. The higher taxes to fight global warming slash climate change slash used to be global cooling. What are they going to spend the money on? Tell me. What are you going to spend all that taxpayer dollars on when it comes to global warming slash climate change slash used to be global cooling? Ask them that question. Ralph Cramden shows up. Humana, 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 humana. They don't have an answer. It's an open-ended. It's open-ended. Well, you know, you know, oh, oh, oh. No, really, what are you going to spend the money on? Let's say we give you a trillion bucks of our hard-earned dollars. What are you spending it on? Oh, well, we're, we're going to give out uh, carbon, carbon coupons. No, no, no. How is that going to fight these extreme weather events that you say is being caused by us? Oh, well, we're going to give you carbon credits. No, no, no. How are you going to fight and stop bad hurricanes? Uh, 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 well, uh, the carbon credits will make you not use as much carbon, and that'll help. No, 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 no. How are you going to stop these weather events that you are complaining about and need our tax dollars for? What exactly are you going to do? I am the chief accountability officer. And before we turn this money over to you, what exactly are you going to do with this money? Well, 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 you all get my point? They don't have an answer to that question. So don't fall for it. And I'm not targeting, I'm targeting the people that believe in these con artists. The con artists. Just remember, con artistry has to do with getting your money, not just the con. It's not a con unless they're able to extract the money away from you. Of course there's climate change. But that's a marketing tool. They had to change it from global warming because there were a couple of years where the world was not warming up. So they got into room and said, just in case we don't warm up, So they changed the marketing. Why do you think they call themselves democratic socialists now and not just socialists? Because democratic connotates something good. There's nothing democratic about socialism. Marketing. So pay attention. So what if Trump puts all these gargantuan tariffs on this Friday? By the way, I know you're hearing people saying, well, it's not that much. They're idiots. What if? Well, I expect a decent correction. Unknown price and time. Partially because of how far we came from the lows and because of this would be a huge, huge negative surprise. What if nothing's done by Friday? They say we're not going to do more tariffs, but we have more talking to do. Still think we correct a little bit more, if not more. What if they cut a deal this week? Think the market gets defended. But still think in time we got some corrective work because we're not going up 100% this year. That's my what ifs. Ifs and or buts, there's a line for that. We'll leave it at that. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like uh, we do. Simple procedure.
picture you have to show with the bible. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.